This is Firepower, only at Bandog Video. And now, your host, Will Johnson. Good evening, good evening. My name is Will Johnson. This is FirepowerNews.com, along with Tom Pepper. Okay, so yesterday I went out to an event where the uh, school district is pushing homosexuality onto children. And there's so many people that were there protesting against it. And, of course, we had all of these crazies leftists to show up that were protesting against the protesters for trying to protect the children. So I'm going to play a video here for you in just a minute about how a young lady absolutely lays it down for where everything that we're seeing and for everything that is happening. So this is one of the things they were talking about. The school district will also begin instructing students to no longer use words like mother and father. This is where we are, people. You've got to recognize it. So without further ado, we're going to play this video for you. And you've got to recognize the time and the day and the age we are in. All right. Will Johnson, Tom Pepper, FirepowerNews.com. See you in a minute. Well, I can tell you that God's purpose for children is to preserve their life, to preserve their liberty, to preserve their happiness, to have healthy and healed whole children created in His image and likeness, to maintain and keep their innocence pure. That's yes. God's heart. Yes. And so that's, that's why we're here. I can't speak to the other side, but I can tell you God's plan for those children is great. Well, you know what? The other side rejects God. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times. They reject God. They, re they reject the Holy Bible. They reject everything that is good. Why do you think we're living in a day and age where you have to come out here and fight for children, all of our children like this? Is this not remarkable? I'll tell you, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever shall believe on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God loves everyone, everyone that's here, that those that are near to him and those that are far. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He sent his one and only son that we can all be reconciled to him to be healed regardless of what... What our background is, what our lifestyle choice is, regardless what of our spiritual condition is, He has made a way straight for all us to all of us to come back to Him. He gave free will to His people, to all of us, and we're here to protect the free will of these children mm. because that free will is being denied them. If this sexual ideology is pushed upon them, the free will that we've all enjoyed, these children will not have Absolutely. to choose for themselves. Absolutely. And so we are here on behalf of the the free will of the children yes. to protect them and to preserve them. We have to. Yes, sir. Right? We have to. I think we are called to protect yes. the children. Yes, sir. We We're are. called to do that. Yes, and sir. if we don't say anything, we don't do anything, it's just going to get worse. Yes, Personally, sir. I don't think we should have to be doing this, but we have to because Satan is running rampant on the planet. He's sure. he is, People are living right now with a reprobate mind. They think all these hateful things that they're doing are good. And it's crazy to experience this right now. And, and you know, where the truth is, darkness must flee. Yes. See here, they, they drowned us out because the, the lie cannot stand in the presence of the truth. Mm. Because the truth does not fear the lie. The truth overcomes the lie, right? Yes. So we don't drown them out. Right. 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 But they drowned us out.
out because they don't want anyone to hear your message. They don't want to hear the truth. Yes. The lie cannot stand in the face of the truth. Exactly. But you know what? We love them. We want them to be healed, healthy, and whole. We want everyone to know the goodness of God and His mercy and love for all people, regardless of where they've come from. But we will do what we need to do to stand up for these children. Because when good people stand and knew nothing, eagle, evil can continue, as you were saying. And so we're here to do our part, to speak the truth for the ones that cannot speak for themselves, to be the voice for the voiceless. And we know that God will not hold anyone guiltless who causes or leads any of these children into sin. He will not hold them guiltless. But we we also care for the souls of those who would do that. We want them to know that there's a higher judge than any school board. There's a higher judge than the, than the governor of the, the state. There's yes. a higher judge than the president. There's a higher judge than any man on this earth. And we'll all stand before him one day. We are grooming the new generation of Americans to be fully embracing of diversity and inclusivity. reading for Drag Queen Story Time. Drag Queen Story Time. Teach the children. Teach the children. Woo! I'm all about education. to push any kind of agenda. I was told at the library council meeting last night that I'm pushing the trans agenda. I'm pushing an overly sexualized agenda. Are you nervous? Yes. Do you want to touch my hair? No. And for the children and the people that support it are going to realize that this is going to be the grooming of the next generation. That's the whole goal is to make kids that aren't used to seeing something like me more comfortable to seeing it. Michael likes to twerk. Now, does anybody in this room know how to twerk? Turn around and shake your butt. Shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them. It was a first for this branch of the public library, too. The hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. I'll show you at the side so you get a better view. There we go. And you, you crouch down into this sort of position here so your thumb's sticking out. Don't be taking this all in. And then you just move your thumb up and down like that. And that's twerking. What has this world come to? It's come to a world where drag kids actually exist. And people do ketamine on a couch. Desmond is the world's youngest club kid. And we challenge you as the people out there to find a younger club kid. Will they find one? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, have you been to a nightclub? No. No? Okay. Drag should be an all 
outrageous thing and some people consider it provocative it's not inappropriate no one's there to push an agenda on anyone no one's there to um, persuade people or to recruit people they were all accepting they all were happy about it and excited and giving me hugs and everything you know, the woman gets up on her table spreads her legs it's a man this is adult entertainment. Most people seem to walk away having a good time. Yeah, start them young, right? Mm -hmm. uh, start them young, right? Mm -hmm. Anyone can do drag. Everyone can do drag. Everyone can <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about education. I actually do story time with drag queens in Chicago. Right? Yes, family programming. Love it. We have just confirmed that a registered child sex offender has been reading to children at a Houston public library as part of its Drag Queen Story Hour. A media spokesperson for the library confirms one of those drag queens, Tatiana Malanina, is really Alberto Garza, a child sex offender. In 2008, he was convicted of assaulting an eight-year-old boy. This is Tatiana Malanina, my sister from Queens of the Week. A lot of the core values of being a drag queen, love, acceptance, joy, laughter, self-expression are values that we want to instill in our kids so I think it's really important that we bring this program and we spread the joy of reading and the joy of just spreading love I am Todd Nickerson uh, I'm a non-offending pedophile I am part of one of the most hated groups of, of society um, no question about it we are the scapegoats du jour I'm campaigning for better treatment of uh, people like me. Uh, you know, we're non-offending pedophiles. Most people, you know, when they see somebody that they're attracted to, do they automatically think, oh, I want to jump on them and have sex with them? So it's the same with us. It's just, you know, we just happen to be attracted to kids. And everywhere else it's called pedophilia. But when it's done institutionally, and they can get away with people dressed up like demon clowns with your children. Pull up tranny time in, in, in the New York schools. This is put out in the New York Times like it's wonderful. And it's the biggest scary-looking group of weirdo pot-bellied men. Looks like a bunch of Dennis Hastards running around with clown makeup on, just hopping around, rubbing their giant bellies in front of children. And you're like, what alternate universe is this? What planet did I wake up in? Supreme. Oh, hey Steve, how you doing? Hey Alex, oh my god! Oh my god, Tom, did, did we uh, did we end up in the Twilight Zone here? <laughs> why 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 is it that all of them? Look demonic. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, is, is it because they're trying to look like a dragon? You know, Satan is the great dragon. Why do all I, of them look demonic? I, the only thing I can think is that these are truly some of the most evil people around, Will. I mean, they're attacking children. They admit it in one, I mean, they're, they're, for, they're, their tongues are like forks. They admit it with one hand and then on the other, they completely deny it and they say, oh, it's all about being happy and, and expressing yourself. But this is sick and I don't, I'm like Alex, I'm like you, I'm like everyone. Nobody knows where this came from. You know, if you had told anybody 15 years ago that one of the big 
big movement of the late 2010s would be for grown men to dress up like a woman going out for a night on the town and have children come sit on their lap and read them stories and dance suggestively. Nobody would believe it. Nobody would believe that this is the current fight of the LGBT movement to normalize dressing up like a woman and dancing in front of children. It's totally bizarre. They can't justify it. They can't explain it. And it only happens in these houses of indoctrination. It happens in the public library. It happens in the public school. It happens in the super churches. It's truly, truly bizarre, Will, and I just don't get it. I don't know how society went in this direction. It's perverted. It's 100% perverted. You have grown men laying down on the ground and they have, and they're, and they're placing the children on top of them. I mean, it, you know, what was it? A couple of years ago, they added the P to the whole LGBTQ P and now they just say plus because when they added the P and it was pedophilia when it first was added. And then they said, okay, well, even the LGBTQ community was uh, offended by it. So then they changed it from pedophilia to pansexual. But see, pansexual means that you can just have sex to whatever it is you see. If you see this little uh, uh, binder that I have here, someone wants to have sex with it, that's a pansexual. You see a tree trunk, you have sex with it, you're pansexual because you can have sex with anything. That was their way of getting around being pedophiles and not calling uh, pedophilia. So then they put the plus. So then they say, oh, it's the plus. See, oh, that makes it better, right? Because we're saying plus everything else. That's exactly what they mean. We're living in a demonic time where these liberals have made it just, they, they have made justification in their minds that going after children is completely okay. And yesterday, uh, so here in Austin is the independent school district, ISD. They just ruled where the school teachers will be teaching the children about anal sex. They mm -hmm. just ruled anal sex. Are you, are, I'm like, are you kidding me? This, I, I'm like, are you for real? Why in the world do elementary kids need to know about anal sex? And I'm sorry to be so graphic and, and say it like that, but this is what they're doing. They did it in California, Tom, and now they're doing it here in Austin, Texas. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, well, I left California, I left all the loonies, but then I'm in Texas <laughs> of all places. You. Well, see, that's oh. just it. California is exporting this across the yes. entire country. It was the test tube, and now it's infesting the whole organism, and we're all being stricken down by this plague. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Satan has no boundaries. He has no no, uh, no borders. Satan wants to take over everything and destroy everything that God has created. My God, my God, look where we are. All right, we're going to have much more. We're going to probably change the subject when we'll come back. Firepowernews.com. Let's talk about Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, uh, the ISIS leader who died uh, in this U.S.-led raid uh, over the past few days. You're on the Armed Services Committee. Have you and your uh, your colleagues already been formally briefed? We have not, but I do want to salute our troops for their bravery, their courage, 
Uh, it was a successful operation. They deserve a tremendous amount of credit. And uh, I don't know a single member of Congress who isn't uh, very, very happy and honored by the, what they did for you, America. You give the president credit as well? I give the president uh, credit for ordering the operation. I don't give him credit for then saying that our troops should be uh, taking Syrian oil uh, and uh, going and bragging and calling, uh, making a mockery of uh, Baghdadi was killed because I think that's just going to help uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS uh, recruit. But sure, he uh, ordered the operation. It was a successful operation. Every American should cheer for that. Yeah, because if, God forbid, if it would have been a failure and American troops would have been killed, he would have been blamed for that. He's the commander in chief. He made that decision to go ahead and authorize the operation. Well, we're all patriots. We want to, the fact that Baghdadi is dead is good for American security. I salute the troops. I recognize that it was a successful operation. I'm very glad that uh, no Americans were killed. That said, uh, I hope the president isn't going to now put our troops in Syria to try to expropriate oil. I hope he will tone down the rhetoric. There's no reason to gloat over it and insult Baghdadi and let that video be a recruiting tool uh, for ISIS or al-Qaeda. Congressman Ro Khanna, as usual, thanks so really? much for coming in. I mean, Thank he's worried about this conversation President Trump talking bad about al-Baghdadi. Tom, did you even hear that? I mean, that whole thing, I, I, I listened to that whole entire clip. But the only thing that really stuck out to me is that he's upset because President Trump referred to al-Baghdadi with a degrading name. Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> It's next level, Will. I mean, uh, there was a meme a couple years ago that said CNN is ISIS, and I think that they're proving that is indeed the case. I mean, why on earth should anybody have anything but disgust and disdain for a human being like al-Baghdadi? This is a man who was not that long ago owning about a third of the Middle East, putting Christians in cages, submerging them in water for 10 minutes, and bringing the corpses back up. This is the guy who inspired the man to cut off a head with a box cutter. This is the guy who was persecuting Christians, Yazidi, you name it, putting them into sex slavery, and yep. we got him. The good guys won. What do you think we were doing after World War II when Hitler killed himself in that bunker? Do you think we were sitting there, well, don't say anything bad about Hitler. He killed six million people and 50 million people died yeah. in the war, but don't say anything bad because that might make Nazis sad. It's bizarre world. It is 100%. And I'm still wondering, has it, maybe you've seen it, Tom. I haven't seen Has Ilhan Omar made a statement yet? What about <laughs> Rashida Tlaib? Have we have a statement from them? I haven't heard we anything did, or seen anything. So she towed the line very nicely, uh, but she did not say anything about President Trump. It, I believe it was Ilan Omar who said something along the lines of, uh, Baghdadi was a terrible person, the world is safer without him, blah, blah, blah. But no thanks to the man who made it possible. No thanks at all. And by the way, the fact that they think that we shouldn't take this oil is beyond me as well. President Trump campaigned on if we're going to do this, we're going to take the oil. If we don't take the oil, that is the reason why these groups are allowed to exist. But I don't want to step on our next clip, but I will say that people will always go to this region with the intent of creating a kingdom, a fiefdom, a caliphate, whatever you want to talk about it, uh, so long as they know there's an opportunity to make billions of dollars undercutting the global oil trade. Yeah. You know what? You already alluded to it. So let's go to that next video. This is with Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden is talking about, am I right? Yeah. Saying that how Trump is taking the oil. You know what? We should take the oil. I'm serious. We've already put enough money into the country. It's time to reap the benefits. But let's play this clip. 
But my lord, the president should stay in his lane and listen to the military and not get off on these rants he goes on about uh, why he's going to pull everybody out. Now what is he doing? Now he's saying we're going to keep troops in Iraq to protect the oil fields, and we're going to take the oil. That's like putting up a 500-foot banner, a recruiting banner for, for ISIS. I mean, I, I don't. He just doesn't seem to understand anything about foreign policy. And what we, what do we do from here? What happens the next time we find ourselves in a situation like this? Who do we get to cooperate what? with us? What's I mean, all he's Joe done Biden is is saying that President Trump doesn't understand. And every, I'm telling you, I guarantee everyone that's listening and watching right now is saying Joe Biden is a total idiot. I mean, seriously, what do you mean? It's Joe Biden that doesn't understand, Tom. And, you know, we had uh, Patrick on last night, and he touched on this very thing. So let's let's go ahead and get to that video before we run out of time. Um, this is uh, Patrick last night talking about the very thing with ISIS and the oil. It's kind of ironic, right? Let's go to it. Well, the Washington Post put up a trial balloon to see if people would be receptive to a pro-ISIS public relations campaign. That's why they identified Mr. al-Baghdadi as a uh, an austere religious scholar, you know, a very thoughtful monk-like man <laughs> sitting in the mountains uh, studying the ancient texts. They need to try to normalize ISIS now. As with all of the corrupt, awful things that they've done, they have to try to normalize it. Now, people were not receptive to their trial balloon. However, here is the fact of the matter, and this is the kind of stuff that you're not going to hear in the mainstream media, because the mainstream media, of course, is just a mockingbird for the most sinister elements of the military-industrial complex. However, according to Le Journal International, because we have to outsource our information gathering since the American media abdicates its responsibility, 82% as of 2016 of ISIS revenue comes from its own resources, of that, 38% comes from selling black market oil. Now, everyone agrees and everyone has confirmed that the jihadists, mostly ISIS, control 20 oil wells in Iraq and Syria, accounting for 60% of Syrian oil production. So when Trump took office, mm. ISIS was producing 60% of Syria's oil. According to the Financial Times, ISIS produces 34 to 40,000 barrels per day. And here's the kicker. Here's how they get away with it. They sell $80 barrels of oil for between 50 and $40, which undercuts all of the regional competitors and allows them to keep their racket going and allows people to make a big markup on this. In 2014, yet another thing you won't hear in the mainstream media, the EU ambassador to Iraq, Jana Hibaskova, the EU ambassador to Iraq, she confirmed, here's her, here's her quote, quote, some EU member states have bought ISIS oil. Now that, of <laughs> course, includes uh, people who are engaging in black market economics in Germany, for instance. And this is what it's all about. This is what the game is all about. Uh he was spot on, Tom. He was 100% 100 spot right. on. You know, there's a reason why we call it tomorrow's news today. We were quite literally tomorrow's news today, less than 24 hours ago. Sometimes you yes. just happen to stumble on these gems. But Patrick is dead on the money. This is about resource expansion. I mean, there is a reason why we still have troops stationed throughout the Middle East. Sometimes they're guarding poppy fields. Sometimes they're guarding oil fields. I would just like, instead of the CIA using this to get rich, maybe we should use the oil to pay off the trillions <laughs> of dollars we spent on these ridiculous wars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so we got this last clip. Let's go ahead and go out with this clip. 
Can you explain how difficult this operation would have been if you didn't have troops or bases um, on the ground in Syria and in Iraq? I'll look good. Well, we do have video, photos. We're not prepared at this time to release those. Uh, they're going through a declassification process. I think what you'll see here in the coming days is we'll set up uh, some operational and tactical level briefings by Central Command, uh, and you'll be provided some uh, video and, and uh, photos, etc., of that. How difficult would it have been to carry out this operation if you didn't have troops on the ground? All right, firefarnews.com. Can you explain how difficult this operation would have been if you didn't have troops or bases um, on the ground in Syria and in Iraq? Good. Well, we do have video, photos. We're not prepared at this time to release those. Uh, they're going through a declassification process. I think what you'll see here in the coming days is we'll set up uh, some operational and tactical level briefings by Central Command, uh, and you'll be provided some uh, video and, and uh, photos, etc., of that. How difficult would it have been to carry out this operation if you didn't have troops on the ground? It, from an operational standpoint, the United States military can strike any target anywhere, anytime. Nice. You know what? He's a four-star general. Put another star on that man. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, firepowernews.com. So, Tom, so we have another video here where Bernie Sanders, he uh talking about Medicare, and he he looks like he doesn't want to lay out the plan. He wants to keep it all to himself, but he has the greatest plan known to man, right? How does that work? He's like, oh, I don't want to tell anyone because then what, I think I was I was talking to the producer during the break and it was like, remember when Nancy Pelosi said, in order for us to show you what's in the health care bill, we have to pass it. That's crazy, right? Bernie Sanders and the rest of them are doing the same thing right now. So this is a really short clip with Bernie Sanders. Let's go to this clip. Now, you're asking me to come up with an exact detailed plan of how, you know, every American, how much you're going to pay more than that, how much I'm going to pay. I don't think I have to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think I have to do that right now. Really? Really? Because he doesn't have anything. Oh, I just let the cat out the bag. He doesn't have <laughs> anything. He just want to go with the flow and get people to go right along with it. You know, Tom, before we continue, I just want to, I just want to tell everyone, Tom and I, we did get the memo about the tie. Not the exact color, but we did get the memo about the tie, just for anyone who's noticed. That's right. <laughs> if you guys are lucky, we'll start announcing this on Twitter, and you too can sit at home with your with the perfectly coordinated suit and tie. Though, Will, I have to say, I do love uh, – you You have some phenomenal suits, my friend. It's been uh, – you're making me want to take a trip down to the de department store and fix myself up a little bit better. But, you know, I also will – I don't know if you know this, but I'm now a, a mortgage broker, and I have a plan. You see, I'm going to save you – uh, $2,000 a month on your home. I will not tell you how, but I, I have a dotted line here. I need you to sign right here and uh, we'll get this done for you. But I don't think I need to tell you how. How do people find, take this guy seriously? It's absolute. Uh, this is something yeah. a kindergartner would say and millions of Americans out there are eating this up. It just goes to show that the average Bernie Sanders voter may be even less intelligent than some of the other Democrats. <laughs> you know, it is socialism one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to take, 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 but we're not going to tell you when. We're just going to take it. I mean, why would anyone still support this? And we have another clip with Bernie Sanders. 
Um, but we're going to play that a little bit later on where he goes in and talking about, oh, you're playing on the words with socialism. But um, let me get you to go ahead and uh, we'll bring in this other video. Let me get you to introduce this one. So our next clip is yet another bizarre world clip from the campaign trail. The Democrat Party, I have to say, it's been nowhere nearly as fun as the Republican uh, primaries back in 2015 and 16. But the good news is they say something insane just about every single day of the week. If if you're a budding uh, conservative journalist out there, just pro-America journalist, I highly recommend that you follow people like Bernie Sanders and Pete Boot Edge Edge on Twitter and elsewhere <laughs> – just so you can keep up with the insanity. Let's go ahead and play this clip, and you can see how Pete Boot Edge Edge is literally going to take money out of your pocket to pay for whatever fanciful thing of the week. Oh, wow. She paid for it? How, how are you going to pay for it? What's your plan? Sure. So the vast majority of the costs of my plan can be covered by rolling back these unnecessary Trump corporate tax cuts that went mainly to the wealthy. Uh, that'll cover all but about $100 billion of uh, of our plan. You might say $100 billion sounds like a lot, and you're right. But we have a plan to cover that part, too. Uh, that's where our prescription drug plan comes in. So i got a plan to make sure that prescription drugs become more affordable in this country. A big part of that is allowing the federal government and Medicare to negotiate drug prices. And independent estimates of these kinds of policies suggest that uh, we should be able to raise probably two or three hundred billion actually uh, uh, in savings to the treasury by moving in that direction over the next decade. Uh, so we're talking about something that uh, uh, not only makes sense for American consumers that, that we have a savings individually, uh, but also saves money for the taxpayer as a whole. And some of those savings can be applied to carry the uh, part of the cost of Medicare for all. Who- I mean, so why would I want the government to give me drug prices on anything. Why would I want the government to give me <laughs> prices on anything? Why would I want yeah. them to regulate how much money we should spend on something? Because, you know, they would make a pill just to cover whatever it is that they want to do. They would make a pill a $100 and say, oh, you got to pay for it because now you're in a socialist uh drug program. Why would I do that? Why would anyone do that, Tom? Well, you know, the government does not use its power to bargain very effectively. If you don't believe me, just go look at some of the the prices we pay for things in the military. You, they'll spend $500,000 on a chair and then say, yeah, but we only had to spend 250000 on the aircraft the chair goes in. It's yeah. absolutely a joke to think that these people are going to work on our behalf to save us any money whatsoever. Look at what they've already done to the healthcare system. And by the way, folks, I do have to say, I didn't know that Pete is now using boot edge edge. Edge as his campaign materials. I was just uh, going off what President <laughs> Trump says. This is kind of a, a new a new thing where President Trump says something, he makes a joke, and the Democrats brand themselves with that joke. It's kind of it's sad, really. And I do think, Mayor Pete, if you happen to watch this clip, how on earth are people going to know your name at the ballot box when you're spelling it wrong? Boot edge edge. I'm sorry to say this, Mayor Pete, but it looks like booty guy. That's what you should go with. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It, it reminds me of, it was years ago. I forget how much it was, but there was a hammer that the Pentagon bought. And I think it was something like $50,000 or something like that right. for a single hammer. Wasn't gold, wasn't silver, just a regular hammer that someone picked up at the hardware store. And for a fifth, I, if, I don't quote me on the price, but I remember it was ridiculous. And I'm thinking to myself, 
I could have sold the hammer to the Pentagon, <laughs> and I wouldn't. I was hey, did I was like, hey, I, they bought, they paid for it. Who am I to complain? You know, that was the price I put on it. You know, what I mean, add a couple a of zeros. More. Forty-five thousand dollars. Exactly. I got this one exactly. for five bucks. It's a good hammer. Forty thousand dollars. <laughs> and and the crux of that really will is that he's going to reverse the Trump tax cuts, which of course the left has to some success claimed only benefit yeah. the very very rich, which is a yeah. huge lie. But let's be clear. I mean, it's hilarious that Mayor Pete thinks he's going to save any money by putting the government in charge of everything. But the man is also going to take money out of your pocket. He is going to reverse the tax cuts that we are all. Still celebrating, and the economy is roaring largely as a uh, as a result of he's going well, to reverse stop those. That. Take the money out of your pocket. That's right. We can't have a roaring economy. The government needs more control. Yeah, and then they try to act like. Then he says it and try to act like, oh yeah, that's where the money is going to come from. Yeah. I'm going to take it okay. and, and destroy all the positive things that President Trump is doing. So we have this other clip with Nancy Pelosi in 2010 where they were talking about. I just mentioned it. Um, well, my producer was mentioning it. Oh, we have to pass a bill so that we can find out what's in it. I mean, seriously. And yeah, with Obama, he straight up lied. So we probably won't be able to play all of it. So let's play some of it and we'll play the rest of it when we come back. Average for millions more Americans. It will make significant investments in innovation, prevention, wellness, and offer robust support for public health infrastructure. It will dramatically expand investments in community health centers. That means a dramatic expansion in the number of patients community health centers can see and ultimately healthier communities. Our bill will significantly reduce uncompensated care for hospitals. We're very, um, you've heard about the controversies within the bill, the process about the bill, one of the other items, but I don't know if you have heard that it is a legislation for the future. Not just about health care for America, but about a healthier America, where preventive care is not, is not something that you have to pay a deductible for or out of pocket. That prevention, prevention, prevention is about diet, not diabetes. It's, it's going to be very, very exciting. Okay, stop it there. Stop it there. We'll play the rest of it when we come back. Firepowernews.com. Pay a deductible for or out of pocket. That prevention, prevention, prevention is about diet, not diabetes. It's, it's going to be very, very exciting. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Under the reform we're proposing, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. <laughs> if you like your health care plan, you can keep your health care plan. You will not be waiting in any lines. Lies. This is not about putting the government in charge of your health insurance. Lies. I don't believe anyone should be in charge of your health insurance decisions but you and your doctor. You notice they they constantly look at President Trump, Tom, and some uh, Trump lies constantly every single day. He's probably lying right now. Go back and listen to every single word Obama was saying. He, my goodness, his lies were like, Unbelievable. I mean, if you were to count the amount of lies and put them on a scale, I mean, seriously, Obama's would just would, would be so heavy it would just fly Trump's off the scale. I mean, seriously, <laughs> no, and then they, but see, right. they don't want to pay attention to that. 
Oh, very true. I mean, it, it's unbelievable everything he said. Now, here we are almost, what, 10 years, 11 years into the Obamacare regime. Health insurance prices have skyrocketed. Health care prices have skyrocketed. The government is largely in charge of health care. And we have 10 different Democrats running for president who are all saying the only solution to get us out of this mess that the Democrats put us in in the first place is to completely hand over the health care system to the government. I, it, it's truly remarkable the way that man could lie straight to your face and he had his little hip way to do it where he'd think that he's on your side but oh my goodness the man totally sold this country down the river when it came to health care and honestly and it's been said by many people that could be the key reason why president trump won the election in 2016 he said he would fix obamacare and unfortunately thanks to good the good late senator one vote we still are stuck with this despicable system yeah, absolutely. So we have another clip that I want to show you, Tom. This is with Joe Biden. I don't know if you've seen this. He's at, a, I guess, a town hall, and uh, people are asking him questions, and there's this black female in the crowd that's asking him, what would you do, what, what advice would you give me if I was your daughter getting pulled over by the police? And I'm like, okay, what is he going to say? And sure enough, he said he gets a response, what is expected. Let's go to that clip. Pulled over for routine traffic stops and end up dead. If I were your daughter, what advice would you give me the next time I am stopped by the police? If you're my daughter, you'd be a Caucasian girl and you wouldn't be pulled over. <laughs> wow. That's what's wrong. Wow. That is what's wrong. There is institutional racism that still exists. And what it should require is every police department in America should have to go through what they used to call back when I first got started in the women's movement, sensitivity training. So only so only black people get pulled over by police officers? Is that what it is? Have you ever been pulled over by a police officer, Tom? <laughs> Many I mean, you times, may be, Will. I like to drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it's like, what is it? Why do they keep saying that police officers... And this, you know what, out of all of this, the really, the one thing that kind of gets under my skin when it comes to the police officers is that they know that the Democrats are against them. Conservatives, Republicans, Christians, they support the men and women in blue. But you have go to these events, they treat conservatives worse than they do these crazy leftists that want to even disarm the police department. They have no love for the police department. And I'm like, why is that? No, it is truly something else. And I would just like to add that if that young lady were Joe Biden's daughter, she wouldn't be pulled over, not because she would be white, but because she would probably be making $50,000 a month from some suspicious energy firm in Ukraine. And she would have a driver, (laughs) of course. Oh, man, that would have been beautiful. That would have been the response. Oh, man, I would have paid money to see that. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so we have another one. Joe Biden refuses to, uh, he, re- he refuses, uh, he's refused. Is that what it is? Was he refused commune? 
Or would yes, they, did he just not take it? Because No, they, they wouldn't give him communion because of his pro-abortion stance. It's a rare moment we see a Catholic, uh, yeah, he's a Catholic, Catholic right? clergy with some backbone. Yes. And again, it's kind of surprising when this final, when this crops up because the, the Catholic Church is currently undergoing a major crisis with its leadership from the pedophile priest to the, to the cuck pope who is kissing the feet of refugees. So right. it's very refreshing when you see something like this. A Democrat who wants to kill babies is is not being given communion, and uh, he doesn't want to talk about it. Will it's a very interesting clip we've got here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so let me get this right because I've I'm not Catholic, but I have family members that are Catholic, and I've been to a Catholic church. And in the Catholic church, they tell you that if you're not Catholic, you can't take communion. Right. Right. That's that. That has been the only stipulation that I've ever seen. Right. But so, so what happens is when they do it, they don't like it, like in the, like the Baptist church or Methodist church, you go in and you sit down and then they have the little thing, they pass it around. And here in Texas, the first time I seen it, they have a little cup with the, uh, the right. juice in it that have the little cracker on top of it. And you, and you put it, get them together or they just pass it around, you take their cracker and the juice. But anyways, in the Catholic church, you have to walk up to the front. So Joe Biden right. walked up there with his mouth open, ah, 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 like a bird, ah, and he said, nope. <laughs> okay, well, so let's go. Uh, well, I was just going to add, Will, it's very fascinating. I mean, the Catholics have a, and some of our Catholic viewers know this, so I'm sorry to bore you with your uh, uh, theology training, but they believe that it is the real body and blood of Christ. They they bless it. They dispose of it very carefully. Uh, the bells ring, and then the transubstantiation occurs. Right. And yes, my understanding is he was just told point blank, nope, you're not getting any. I mean, Catholics are still one of the places where yes. you can do this, and they'll put it in your hands, or you yeah. can just put your face out. Yeah, and they- you- do this uh, <laughs> right so it's a deeply spiritual occurrence and, and they were uh, like nope <laughs> that's right all right I, did, I just wanted to give some background let's play the clip oh, yeah play the clip i want to ask you one question that came out of uh, local reporting in south carolina i believe there was a report that you were sure. refused communion at a church service for your stance on abortion rights is there any truth to that did that happen I'm not going to discuss that. That's, that's just my personal life, and uh, I'm not going to get into that at all. Well, do you think that that in a general election campaign, you're going to face some of these cultural issues, uh, especially? Oh, sure, I will. Sure, I will. Everyone will. You know, and I'm a I'm a practicing Catholic. I practice my faith, uh, and um, but I've never let. Uh, my religious beliefs, which I I accept based on church doctrine, I call it the fide doctrine, to impose that view on other people. Well, former uh, Vice President know, Joe I mean, Biden. Seriously, that I wonder. I wonder if he said, "Why can I have it?" I mean, that is a. <laughs> it should be alarming. You know, send off alarm bells or church bells to everybody. Joe Biden, who is all a hundred percent about killing your child, even after your child is born. That he was denied this. So what would I, I mean, I would have loved to be in that church that day. 
Oh, absolutely. It would have been priceless. I mean, the, the fact is, he claims to be a practicing class uh, Catholic. You cannot be a practicing Catholic if you are pro-abortion. It just doesn't work that way. You cannot be a practicing Catholic if you are pro-destruction of the nuclear family. It just doesn't work that way. So, well, he's masquerading. He's doing it for cheap political points. Yes, I'm a good Christian. I'm a Catholic. I go to church on Sunday. And the church, I mean, thankfully, I would, I, I might understanding is this happened while he's out campaigning. I would love to know if he's allowed to take Holy Communion at his home church, because I don't think he should be allowed to. I don't think that anybody who pro who is pro-abortion, who wants to murder children, we now have post-birth abortions being uh, institutionalized. By the way, uh, blackface baby killer, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam still has a job. None of these people should be allowed to step foot up to that altar and take communion, and God bless this brave priest for taking a stand. Yep, I'm wondering if uh, Joe Biden is going to complain and go all the way up to the Pope because he's, a, you know, SVP. <laughs> hey, Pope, he uh, he denied me and it got out. Everyone, because you know he was embarrassed. I mean, you have to be embarrassed because you have to walk up to the priest. Right. <laughs> you have to walk up to him. There's a there's a line. They all walk up to it. Ah, 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 for the bread. Now, I'm not practicing Catholic. I've just been in there, and I'm not downing and talking bad about Catholics. There's a lot of Catholic people that I know that are wonderful people. I have family members that are Catholic. I just don't agree with the methods or, you know, behind the, the whole Catholic church, but I digress. So we have one more clip that we're going to play before we go out of here. This is Elizabeth Warren talking about gun confiscation. Oh, we don't ran out of time. We'll have to get that on the other side. All right. Will Johnson, Tom Pepper, Firepower News. Hey, go to band.video, share the link, and of course, support our sponsor, which is InfoWarsStore.com. Because of you, we are here. We'll be back in a minute. Forged in the fire of truth. Firepower with Will Johnson. All right, welcome back. So, you know, this is a short break, <clears throat> and Tom, I think we uh, we need to uh, actually show our support by talking about our sponsors. And one of the things that I hear re- I, re- I recently purchased it was the uh, the Chill Force. Now, I've always had people tell me that I am too calm, I'm too relaxed, I'm too quiet. I mean, I used to, when I was a lot younger, they said, "Well, you're too quiet." You're too calm. And I've been in pretty heated situations and I just try to keep my cool. So I decided to take the chill force one day and yeah, it, it chilled me out just a little too much. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I like it, you know, but I, I like it, but maybe I should take this when I confront liberals so I can chill out. But no, I don't want to take it when I'm confronting liberals because I want to trigger liberals. So, but for anyone else, if you really, like to just uh relax and it's not it's not like uh like these street drugs by all means it's not at all this is something that you can take and for me what it did is just relax me and i'll just you know kind of like on the couch not becoming a, a couch potato but i was still you know my mind was still there it wasn't like i was all drugged up or loopy or anything i just felt really relaxed and when I got ready to go to bed, I didn't have a hard time going to bed. Now, I don't use it as a sleep aid, but I did get the knockout. Have you had the, have you tried the knockout, Tom? 
You know, I haven't tried the knockout, but I can say that Chill Force is absolutely effective. I mean, it's a great day. I mean, I work basically from the second I wake up until about 15 minutes after the show is over and everything is turned off here in the studio and I'm driving home. And some days, like you're talking about, well, your brain just won't stop firing. I want to get down at back at the computer and write another five articles. I want to go for a jog around the neighborhood. And sometimes it's better to just pop a Chill Force and I can actually sit down, relax, and enjoy my surroundings and i actually you know i i have not personally tried the knockout to to get back to your point but i have a, a friend who is it's actually the 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 kansas-based producer here who tried the knockout and this is a guy who you know he's kind of like me just up 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 go 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 and when he takes the knockout he can get a solid seven eight nine hours of sleep as his schedule allows feels phenomenal the next morning i'm telling you folks these infowarsstore.com products are the real deal. You're mm-hmm. not going to find anything better. You're not going to find it, especially right now, at a lower price. You keep the info war going, and you keep this show going, and Bandot Video as a whole crunching along. And I just, I, I, I'm, I will as you talk. I'm looking at my monitor, and I'm seeing the prices on some of these things, yeah. and yeah. I'm just sitting here baffled. Like this deal is still going on. I can't believe it. Every single day, I expect to listen to the show and hear Alex say, "All right, it's over." You, you had your chance. Exactly. So- I, I just want to say that, you know, this is, uh, possibly on a lot of these products, if you're like Knockout, if you like Chill Force, these may not be back before the first of next year. That's when the next shipment is coming into my understanding. So exactly. if you want to have a powerful relaxation experience, if you want to have what may be the best sleep of your life, now is the time to stock up. You know what? I tried the Knockout, uh, last weekend and I don't, I don't want to take it during the week because I'm like, <laughs> I sleep for, I mean, seriously, I took it and I was like out and I woke up and I'm like, man, I didn't even, a lot of times I wake up during the middle of the night, but I took that knockout and I was knocked out. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's right. You it do absolutely not work. Take that if you have an early flight the next morning, I can't say that. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, and well, it just goes to say these products are the real deal. I mean, when you have to caution people, don't do this. If you've got to be up early, if you've got to be up at six in the morning, do not take it at midnight. The fact that we have to say this, it just proves these products are the real deal. They do what yeah. they say they're going to do. They do it extremely well and will i i honestly wish that day when we shot the commercial and i tried the turbo force and the orange juice i could have used a chill force about seven eight hours after that when i'm I trying bet. to wind down and i'm still freaking out i <laughs> bet but you know the amazing thing about these products is that they work they work how is that possible they work the chill force it will chill you out absolutely will johnson tom pepper FirepowerNews.com. Go to our sponsor, InfoWarsStore.com. Real news, real people, real politics. This is Firepower. 
Welcome back to Firepower. This is the second hour with me, Tom Pappard, and of course the host, Will Johnson. We have a special guest back with us via Skype for this hour. He is Louie Huey. He is a Colorado Proud Boy host of the Major League Liberty podcast. He is a phenomenal activist. He confronts the sick scum who are going after our children every single month. He has exposed some of these sick people who are, it turns out, convicted of various crimes being lewd with children he has exposed them and put them on the map he is a real cultural warrior fighting in the trenches in what used to be the wonderful state of colorado it has according to him in some ways fallen to the antifa hordes louie welcome back to the broadcast my friend it's so good to be back with will and tom uh thank you guys so much Infowars for life thank you Thanks for coming back on. So, Louis, I wanted to ask, So, and, and I'm kind of blindsiding you with this, just a heads up, but my understanding is the Proud Boys chairman and the Proud Boys have nothing to do with this event, but Latinos for Trump are planning a speech and an activist movement in New York on behalf of the New York Proud Boys who were sentenced to years in prison, eight years total, two each got four years, for defending themselves against Antifa. So as a Latino proud boy according to the left you're like a unicorn you're supposed to be a racist misogynist terrible person uh this organization is headed by some lovely ladies what do you think of the idea to go out and speak truth to power in new york i love it i absolutely love it and i do know some of the ladies that are doing this uh thank you jen Lowe. thank you all the big patriots out there that are doing this because yeah unfortunately if you are a right-wing activist, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to exist. You aren't allowed to fight back. So whenever someone comes out there and violently attacks you, you're not allowed to exist and stand up and say, no, don't hurt me. So I do want to say thank you to Latinos for Trump. Also, the Proud Boys that are going out there for the New York City boys. Because, yeah, Max Hare and John Kinsman, these boys have been Politically persecuted. It's got to stop. I mean, the same judge, Mark Dwyer, this guy, he actually gave four months to a convicted pedophile and then gave four years to our boys out there for defending themselves. It's ridiculous. It's 100 percent ridiculous. And it's what we're going to we're, we're probably going to see more of it because anyone that supports America, anyone that supports President Trump, they want to imprison. This is a prime example of that. The Proud yep. Boys are not a racist group. I mean, seriously, oh, no. I've been around so many Proud Boy members and not a single time, even before it, I didn't even have, no one knew who I was. And I was around the Proud Boys and I never felt threatened. I mean, seriously, I felt more comfortable with them than the old Antifa BLM and the Brown Berets and the all the BAM and all the other anti-hateful American people. So well, that's because we love you, Will. We love you, man. <laughs> and every single time that I've gotten to hang out with Will Johnson here in that Cadillac in Portland, Will Johnson is great people. That's Americanism right there. That's a it crazy doesn't Cadillac. matter the color of your skin. Yes, I was in the pink <laughs> Cadillac with you. Yes, I was that Colorado proud boy. But that's what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter what color your skin is, who you pray to at night, who you sleep with in your bed. It doesn't matter. Americanism is Americanism. We should all be standing out for each other. And that's that this whole the Proud Boy boys in New York City, it's got to stop, man. This is crazy. This is yeah. clearly political prosecution. So um, let me jump in real quick, Tom. Are you planning on being there um, for that event? 
in New York? Myself? Yes. I, I'm trying to get out there. Yes. So I didn't, I didn't hear a date. Did you, did, was there a date mentioned? There is a date. Uh, I don't have it offhand right now. I mean, I could pull so, okay, it. Okay. Maybe you can get it for the next break. You can come in after the, after the break. You can, uh, find out what the date is. Cause if it's, if it's something that I can make it to, uh, let me know. Cause I've been wanting to go to New York. Um, and maybe Tom can meet me there. We can both, you know, walk the streets of New York. That would be, I would love awesome. nothing more than to see both of you there with me. That would be absolutely awesome. We come in there and, and light New York on fire. That's what we got. <laughs> that would be pretty Firepower. awesome. Firepower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Sorry. So, and I, we can definitely, we'll have that date for the viewers at home in the next segment. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got it. But we, uh, Louis, one of the things we were talking about earlier in the show is something that you are involved with. And it is this insanity with the drag queen story time, drag kid events that we've, we've now had, uh, down, uh, down syndrome drag quid, kids. It, it's truly getting out of hand. One of the articles that we wrote on nationalfile.com and the viewers saw it in that video briefly, is at a recent drag queen story hour, uh, the drag queen who looked like he's 18 or 19 years old, and of course he's all dolled up like he's going out for a night on the town, or maybe he's a streetwalker, uh, he allegedly reportedly flashed his genitals at a group of small children. I, I, I ask everybody, and you're somebody who has confronted these people in a peaceful political manner, of course, what is the agenda here? Why are they doing this? Why why is this the next big push of the LGBT cultural movement? They're grooming our kids, man. And that's what they do. You know, they say like, oh, it's, it's, it's all okay. We're not doing anything wrong. We're just out there having fun and it's all good for everyone, all ages. No, whenever a drag queen, this is a dude, we're talking about a man, a full grown man filleting himself out there like <laughs> no this is a man showing his genitals to little children this is a problem even mm. if this was a straight heterosexual like you know like john benet ramsey like dance club thing this is a problem we should not be sexualizing our children these people are out there right now flashing themselves it, it wasn't a mistake that's the thing we heard that today on alex jones show he accidentally flashed himself to children? No. We all know the truth. He did it on purpose. He is grooming our children. This is wrong. This is sexualizing children. It doesn't matter if it's gay, heterosexual, straight, whatever. Any 56 genders, it doesn't matter. You are sexualizing children. That has to stop now. I agree with you 100%. You know, I went to an event yesterday here in Austin, Texas where there's conservative Christians were protesting against the school district, uh, the independent school district here in uh, Austin that was, that's pushing. And they actually passed today to where they're teaching children about anal sex. Oh my and, God. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean, so we're, 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 we're seeing these different things take place. And there was a, while we were out at the, while I was out at, at the event, this uh black trans dude come up there talking about black trans lives matter. I saw this. And you okay, so you did see it. So I was gonna play it for you, but um maybe can you guys just play it as B roll? So uh so this is this is what's going on. These these sickos 
show up to a, a, a rally, a, a press conference for people that's trying to prevent sickos like this grown man, like you said, a grown man that wants to get close to children. And the left, where's the left at? The left is completely silent on this because this is the leftist agenda. They want to target children and as if children are okay because they say it's nothing. It's, <laughs> let me say, let me be careful how I say it because I always say it a certain way. My wife doesn't like it. Let me just go ahead and say it. it it's not, it's not this. Okay. Viewer discretion advised, but what I'm going to no say, Lord will. forgive me. No filter will right here. Here we go. Here, here it comes. It's nothing but love. And that's what they say. <laughs> that is so graphic. But I, I mean, but seriously, they're all, they're constantly screaming. It's nothing but love. It's nothing but love. Why are you telling us we can't love children? They are yeah. nothing but monsters. Alex Jones was so right, dude. Alex Jones is on point once again. I mean, here we have it right there. These people want to make love to your children, man. This is disgusting, and it's got to stop. At what point do we stand up and go, enough is enough. Our children don't belong to you. Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to stop it. They're not going to stop it because they see this as beautiful. They see this as artsy, as trendy. This is Satan full effect. Taking over, attacking our children, and what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do? We'll be back. Welcome back. We're Johnson Tom Pepper. We are talking to Huey Louie, a PowerPoint member. And you know what? It's a good thing that we have people like him that's willing to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. You know, we when you address the whole pedophilia thing and then you have social media want to remove you or social media censoring your stuff because you're pointing out what pedophiles are doing, that should be a wake-up call to everybody. Everyone should be paying attention. See, now we have strong people like Huey Louie coming out here and he exposing them and they don't like it. Why would you disagree with someone who's exposing a pedophile? Shouldn't everyone be aware? Don't they still have the alerts about the pedophiles out there? I know they have an app. Hey, you got a pedophile here, a pedophile there, a pedophile. Are they going to start removing the app saying, oh, you're discriminating against me being a pedophile? That's what I, I guarantee that's going to come. All right. So, Tom. So this insanity with all of these sicko people, they're saying it is okay. And you were mentioning right before we went out to the break, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones, you know, he was talking about how if you go to a park and a pedophile come up there and he's trying to get with your child or want your child to lay on top of them, they're going to call the cops. Rightfully so, they should. But now they're trying to make it like, oh, no, it's beautiful. It's okay. So we have some of this video that one of the uh, producers here created. Can you guys play it at the B-roll? We played it in the beginning at the like the first segment. Just played it at the B-roll with these uh, monsters, and they're taking money from children while we're talking about it. And, yeah, they're saying that they want to change. They want to indoctrinate the children. This is exactly what you were talking about. Yep. 
And it's in truly disgusting things. And getting back to our first topic, I mean, it, it seems almost too coincidental that we now know the judge who sentenced the New York Proud Boys to four years apiece let off a, uh, a, a pedophile or a child molester who molested a child multiple times. I believe it was eight times. He gave him eight months in jail. I mean, it's rather pathetic. And so I just wanted to, as a, as a, the housekeeping thing. I wanted to tell everybody when this event is. It's called Free the Boys Saturday, November 16th in front of Trump Tower in New York. Free oh. the Boys Saturday, November 16th. So if you're in New York, you may consider going. You might just see the three of us there. So Louie, I'm, I'm curious. Um, you've recently had to relocate because you were essentially doxxed and hounded and your tires were slashed by Antifa. And if I understand correctly, this was it largely inspired because you would go out and confront these people that the viewers are seeing on the screen right now who are gyrating their hips in front of children. They're, yeah, opening they're, their legs. Oh yeah, opening their legs and doing the the, the <clears throat> baby dance in front of a child. I mean, it's absolutely bizarre. They're teaching six-year-olds how to twerk. So tell us a little bit about what standing up to these people has meant for you on a personal level where you are being essentially persecuted out of your own home. Well, I personally don't care what consenting adults do in their own bedroom, okay? The problem for me is that, like they've said themselves, and Alex has shown this on your guys' show, they are grooming little children to change their genders. They're talking about doing drugs. They're talking about dressing up in women's clothing. They're talking about sleeping with adult men. This is a problem. I don't care if it's heterosexual sex. I don't care if it's... If, if it's gay sex, I don't care. The problem is, is that you are sexualizing children and you're making it cute and cuddly and something that we should be selling. Oh, it's great. It's wonderful. It's glorious. No, it's not. I don't want to sell my child out to any of that. And yes, I am moving right now because Antifa is coming to my house, threatening my life, you know, slashing my tires, bl- bashing out my windows. It's insane. We should all be standing up against this. What sane person would allow their child to go out there and be sexualized? And look at this guy. What is his name? James Younger, the guy in Texas right now that is trying to fight for his child's life. This dude's son straight up says, I'm a boy. I like girls. Please don't cut my balls off. This is how bad the statism and the Democratic Party and the globalists have gotten. They're coming for our balls. They're coming for our children. This is how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they are coming for our balls. Yeah, it's, absolutely it's, it's right. They want to cut them off, and they want to cut cojones. them all off. Yeah, they want to cut them all off. Why do you think that they all look like demonic demon? I mean, I, mean, I guess it's the whole thing with it. the dragon, right? They're in on it. You know, like I used to think like, oh, there's no such thing as the New World Order. There's no such thing as any of this. But when you actually get out there in the real world, you see it. They really are demonic, deranged people. They really exist. Alex Jones was not lying to us. No. And Alex Jones had talked about it multiple times. And a lot of people say, oh, he's crazy. He's off the rocker. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But yet now they're flaunting it like it's a beautiful, artsy thing. I and mean, they're opening their legs. God. They're spreading their legs. To, so you got adult men spreading their legs in women's yes. lingerie to young children. That's a problem. I'm sorry. Now, you know, I was talking to one of the other producers. Sorry, Tom. Let me just get this in real quick. I was oh, talking fine. to one of the other producers, and 
they were mentioning to, like why we were having a conversation. Why is all of this increasing? And the, the crazier it's like the crazier, the crazier things are getting. And he made a point to like, well, you know what? It's probably always been crazy. It's just now we're just able to see all the crazy because of the social media. Right. And I said, I agree with that. And I think now they're just going above and beyond to see who can be the craziest because they can put it out there so fast. You got a good point there, Will. You got a great point, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to spread it as far as they can. All the while, they're banning us from speaking out against it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tom? So, Louie, I'm curious because you go out and can, as Alex says, you go out and face the scum on a regular basis. What is the the most effective way to peacefully, politically stand up and say, no, you're not coming for my six-year-old's balls? How do we do this effectively? (laughs) I think we have to start reaching out to those people that are sitting on the fence right now. They're like, I'm too scared. I'm too scared to get off the fence. I just want to sit here and not say anything because they'll ban me. No, we have to reach out to these people and say, hey, your child is under attack. Your liberties are under attack. The ability for you to raise your child the way you see fit is under attack right now. And it's being sold as cute and cuddly and love and tolerance. They're trying to sexualize your children. Yeah. Today, this has to stop. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat, two-party, doesn't matter. Like Roger Stone said two days ago, it's not a Republican versus Democrat thing. It's a good versus evil thing. Yeah. Today is the day you stand up for your child and your civil liberties now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm constantly saying it's a spiritual war that we're living in because you have to have the demonic spirits influencing your mind for you to go out here and and try to get with little boys or try to convince little boys that they're little girls and then dress them up like little girls and then have them dance and throwing money at them. And you're doing money. You got your legs open up to them. This is a sick world, a sick world. My God. And do you think it's going to, like, taper off at some point? Oh, it's just trendy to stop happening? No, it's not going to. Because they see that they're making headway. We'll be back. Days from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, only at Band.Video. All right, welcome back, FirepowerNews.com. We are talking to Louis Huey, and we're talking about how, well, we in the last segment, we were talking about how the, the, the left is in 100% support of the pedophilia, pedophilia and these grown men uh, attacking uh, children. That's what we were talking about. So let's... We could talk about it all day, but it's pretty disgusting and how they're trying to attack all of us. We could talk about that all day. But so I believe uh, we have a clip here. Uh, this is with uh, Steve Scalise, uh, where Schiff has told witnesses not to answer questions by certain Republicans. So uh, let's let's go to this clip and then we're going to come back and we're going to get these fine gentlemen to make a comment on it. Let's go to that clip. Adam Schiff, among many things, has been trying to claim that this is a fair process by saying that Republicans are allowed to ask questions. 
Now, he gets to choose all the witnesses and him and himself only, which means it's not a fair process on the face. But even his claim now that Republicans can ask questions great, great has been undermined because now he's directing witnesses not to answer questions that he doesn't want the witness to answer if they're asked by Republicans. He's not cut off one Democrat. He's not interrupted one Democrat and told a witness not to answer Democrat members' questions. But today he started telling witnesses, the witness, not to answer questions by certain Republicans. Uh, that that reeks, and by the way, if you want to talk about a Soviet-style process, again, that might be what they do in the Soviet Union, not in the United States of America. We can't stand for this. The American people are being denied equal justice. How is that not obstruction? I mean, they're constantly crying and screaming, obstruction, obstruction. I mean, seriously, what is the point of all of this? Let's, what it's a bread think, and really? circus, man. The, the, the Democrats don't have anything. They cannot beat Donald Trump in 2020. They know this. So they're reaching out to their base and they're throwing them some meat on the hook, just saying, hey, just believe in us. We're going to impeach him. Trust us. No, there's nothing to impeach him on. It's a joke. It's a bread and circus, just like back in Roman times. They're feeding you the bread and the meat, keeping you happy and content. There will be no Donald Trump impeachment. Sorry. Actually, what's going to happen is that hopefully the deep state ends up going to jail for what they did back in the 2016 election. They're just covering up. They're deflecting everything that they have been guilty upon. They're calling and saying that we have done that. Donald Trump has done that. It's, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. And the American people deserve better. Do you agree with me, Tom? I think you hit the nail on the head, Louie. I mean, I would just add that there is a certain amount of hilarity that now the champion of the Democrat Party, the person who's going to save all of their sorry butts, is none other than Shifty Adam Schiff, a man that nobody really had heard of until all of this came out, a man who looks like a Muppet, a man who has no good bona fides whatsoever. He is the the savior of the New World Order. He is the savior of the globalist uniparty. You can't make this stuff up. Hollywood producers couldn't make this stuff up. And Schiff is, of course, the uh, California Democrat who represents Hollywood. You can look it up in the congressional district. He is Hollywood's congressman. So you cannot get a better face uh, for the face of evil than Adam Schiff. He doesn't even need a mask for Halloween. I mean, the creepiest guy out there is Adam. Dude, he is the creepiest dude out there. Shifty Shift is the creepiest dude you will ever see. He doesn't yeah. need a mask. He yeah. doesn't need a mask. The guy's creepy as hell. Well, I was talking about him last night. What, what's it? Beaker from the Muppets? Have you remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he reminds me of. I'm serious. I'm not. I'm, okay. Just, just, just to be clear, I'm not sitting there trying to talk bad about Shifty Shift even though he's a nasty dude, but he does remind me of Beaker on the Muppets. You know, I mean, maybe he, they change a career. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hilarious, but yeah, he had the, the beat eyes and stuff. Yeah, there he is. Right there. Look at Shifty Shift when he, in his younger day, younger years. He just had a little bit more hair, but the resemblance. Yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I see it. Everyone else can relate too. You know, but you know, when I look at a politician, I want to see policy. I want to see how this person is going to make the world better for everyone. Well, every time I see Adam Schiff go online, all he has to do is say Trump this and Trump that. He never has any direction. All he has is a scary face. 
I mean, that dude will creep out anybody. I mean, he gives me the heebie-jeebies with his eyes just. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, there it is, Beaker again. There he is. That's Adam Schiff right there. Perfect. That was the perfect analogy. Thank you, That's, Will. Yeah, that, is. that is him all day. And I'm like, who does he remind me of? It is just like that. That it's is him Beaker. completely. It's Beaker. Yes, yeah, so we need to make that go viral. We need to create a meme. This beaker, that's shifty shift in his younger years. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. It's almost it's too great, good, Adam. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? It's almost too good. I'm like, wow. So it's crazy. So we have another video clip here. This one uh, says, "Why did Democrats walk away from the reauthorization deal that would restrict taxpayer backing uh, financing of?" the Chinese Communist Party. So let's go to that video. We'll come back and talk about it more. They opened fire on pro-democracy demonstrators. It is unclear how many people were killed, but the death toll likely ranges from the hundreds to the thousands. Good evening. Thousands of combat troops from the People's Liberation Army now occupy Tiananmen Square in Beijing. The students are gone. It's amazing to see all this happening across the world like this. The intellectual property theft is at the core of the Chinese system. Every time I get a hit retail product in the U.S. and then start shipping it to Europe or Asia, I'm ripped off within 90 days by Chinese manufacturers. The Chinese invest so much in propping up their companies. Is it an unlevel playing field? And should an institution like the XM Bank be out there trying to level it? XM Bank, if reauthorized correctly, can confront the rising global surge of China. This is not denying American businesses the opportunity to do business with China by offering two creative programs, a 30% set aside to ensure the bank is promoting exports and emerging technologies that will counter China's effort to dominate the world economy. And the second, a prohibition of the bank financing deals for state-owned enterprises that are controlled or operated by the Communist Party of China. It is not the policy of the United States to tell China that they shouldn't be socialist. Now it appears that that is the reason why we're not marking up today. Let's agree to this deal and let's move forward for the good of the American economy. You know, I mean, why do, why do, why are we so concerned and why do we have to be concerned about the way China thinks about us and why are we complying with China on so many different things? That's you know? a great question. And you know what? I'm sick and tired of it. You know what? Alex Jones is right. Why are we kowtowing to the communist Chinese, man? It's got to stop, dude. At some point, you know, we can all live on this planet together and exist. That's fine. I love that. But you know what? The communist Chinese are out there. They're dictating our movies. They're dictating our culture. And I'm tired of it, man. We have the NBA out there kowtowing to the Chicoms. Like, oh, we, how dare you, you know, embarrass the communist Chinese? I'm done. Yeah, with it's it, the man. mighty dollar. Exactly. I'm done. All Americana patriots out there, we got to start standing up and saying, you know what? It's okay to be American. It's okay to love freedom. And it's okay to love freedom of speech. Stop kowtowing to the Chicoms. It's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly I, right. Think? I mean, it goes, be, 
I mean, it, we've reached this new zenith in American culture where you're, you're you're okay to criticize anything that happens here in the United States. You can criticize President Trump. You can criticize the Republican Party. You can criticize every aspect of culture. You can shame Kanye West for being a Christian. But don't you dare talk about the concentration camps in China. Don't you dare talk about how they are stealing our intellectual property right out from under our noses or you will be punished. And again, we now know the Democrats are doing their best to help them. No, absolutely. All right, we're going to talk more to Huey when we come back after this break. Firepowernews.com. Welcome back to Firepower. As we wind down this broadcast, we still have Louis Huey. I am Tom Pappard. Of course, host Will Johnson is with us as well. So we've talked about impeachment. We've talked about how the Democrat Party, all of Hollywood, are bowing to the Chinese Communist Party and their concentration camps. We've talked about the LGBTQ P population pushing their beliefs on young, young children. And there's really one person who has been fighting back against all all of this, either personally or with his son in some cases when it comes to the LGBTQP issues, that would be Don Jr., and of course, President Donald Trump. And there's an interesting clip that surfaced just here recently of Don Jr. in an interview where he talks about what those final moments were like with his father before he became a presidential candidate on June 16th of 2015. Let's play this clip, and then we'll all three give our thoughts on the significance. Clip 15 if you could, back in the control room. He's doing this for the right reasons. He got involved with this not because he needed the job. Frankly, far from it. He knew what would come with it. He knew the viciousness of the other side. Uh, as I talk about in the book, the last thing What's he said to me... again? Triggered. Because <laughs> we, we do definitely because trigger the libs. Because you're a very sensitive guy. Yeah, I, I am a sensitive guy. And, uh, you know, the last thing he said to me going down in the elevator before he made his announcement on June 16th, 2015, was, now we find out who our real friends are. Yeah. Which was an important statement because it shows... He did this knowing that all these people he'd known for years would turn on him in a second because there's consequences to being a conservative. There's consequences to being a vocal conservative. And there's a lot more consequence to being a vocal Trump-supporting conservative because that movement, the Trump side of the movement of the conservative party, is the side that calls out the nonsense. Doesn't just turn the other cheek, doesn't just take defeat because the other side wants you to lose, but actually fights back. And that's a real important thing for conservatives to learn. If you look at his accomplishments... And you can list them out. All-time low unemployment across the board. 6.3 million people off on it. You do an incredible job of that. But accomplishment after accomplishment. But then you take the notion that he did all of that despite unprecedented. Now, that's not hyperbole. You know, that's not an exaggeration. No president has taken the amount of incoming that my father has taken, and he's still getting it done. Now, imagine what he could accomplish with a little assistance from the left. Some Work on infrastructure reform. How about get USMCA off of Nancy Pelosi's desk and vote for it to do something for the American worker who so desperately wants and needs that added benefit from the disaster that we've seen from NAFTA? Well, you know what? This president has been the only one has never taken. He's taken so much abuse. This is the only president that I've known that has taken so much abuse, so many attacks from the left and still accomplished so much. This is, you know what, that's why a lot of people on the left hate this man and they try to say, oh, you think he's, you think he's like perfect and they're trying to find all this dirt on him. 
because he's done wonderful things for this country. I mean, seriously, they act. You know what? It's the left that acts like President Trump is a god because I say President <laughs> Trump is not perfect. But they act like he's like he's a guy because they keep saying, oh, we, well, we got to keep finding We got to keep looking to find some dirt on him because there's because we all know there's something there has nothing to do with him being a president. But we all know there's something there. So that's why they keep saying that. I think well, you're I want right, to say well, about the, uh, go ahead. Please. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just wanted to point out that it was very, very prescient that President Trump said, now we find out who our real friends are. I mean, everybody loved this man before June 16th, 2015. He was a national celebrity. He was a symbol of success. Everybody and their dog knew who he was, knew the books that he wrote, the shows that he hosted, and they thought he was a phenomenal person. But then when you find out he actually loves America, the enemies come crawling out of the woodworks from the left and the right. We learned who cockroaches. our enemies are on the right. That's right. The Amen. cockroaches have crawled out of the <laughs> The cockroaches the have come dark. to light. That's right. Amen. I'm sorry, Louie. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, you're fine. What I do want to say is, though, that Donald Jr. so many times has proven to me every time that I've seen him live or I've gotten to speak with him or meet him, honestly, I wish we had Donald Jr. as president. This guy is so well-versed. He's very in tune with us millennials. He's very in tune with millennial conservatives, Zoomer conservatives. Donald Jr. is the president that we deserve, honestly. That's how I feel. But Donald Trump has been in the public eye for for decades, for decades, this guy. I mean, hanging out with rappers, hanging out with Oprah. The people are begging for him to run for office. What changed their opinion? Oh, it was the day that he said he was going to run for office and put an R in front of his name. That's what happened. That's what happened. This dude has won awards for hiring more minorities than anyone ever, ever has. This is the first presidential candidate that actually supported the LGBTQ members of America before he was even a candidate. I mean, Donald Trump is the epitome of Americanism. You know, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, uh, even Tupac, all these guys, all these rappers loved Donald Trump. Everybody wanted to be Donald Trump, to be the American, to be out there, to make money, to be successful, to build everyone else around you up. What happened? Seriously, that just tells you everything you need to know about today's Democrats. They don't care about your success. Yeah, exactly. Well, what happened is that the Democrats started putting out this narrative that President Trump was racist and he's the bad white man and you have to go against him because he's racist. So, you know what? In that clip with Don Jr., I love the fact that he says he likes to trigger liberals. I mean, it is a spread. It's spreading. I'm telling you, look at that. It is spreading. (laughs) I constantly say that I like triggering liberals. It's become a problem. But you know what? It is a problem that we, a lot of us that love this country, it's a problem that we all have because you can trigger liberals just by telling them something really simple about any kind of fact. For example, if I had some liberals get triggered because I tell them two plus two would never equal anything else other than four. And I've had some get angry with me. What are you talking about? It depends on how you add the numbers up. I'm like, really? Won't you separate the twos and then add them all up? It's still going (laughs) to equal the same thing. This is how did they you, think. This is crazy. Will, did you ask them the right pronouns? Did you ask those liberals? <laughs> did you ask them the right pronouns? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
So we have another clip. This is another view of President Trump that's normally not seen, right? So let's go to this clip before we run out of time, and let's and then we'll talk about it. It was unbelievable. Great going, John, and terrific. Yes. I've been waiting a very long time to ask this. Uh-oh, this sounds like trouble. <laughs> and I just want to know if the story is true or not. You were traveling to Atlantic City, and your limo broke down. Husband and wife pulled up behind. And the husband basically said, I'm going to help him out. So he helped out the limousine. And a week later, the husband and wife received the deed to their house paid off. Was that a true story? It's true. It's true. That is awesome. (laughs) That just goes to show what type of man he is. A great man. See, they don't want that Donald Trump to get out. It's just like the black lady that snuck into the Trump hotel and and they were getting ready to kick her out. And President Trump found out about it. And President Trump said, no, don't kick her out. Let her stay and change her flowers out once a week. And to my understanding, she's still there. Still I'm there. so thankful that we have a president like Donald Trump, man. I mean, I know things aren't perfect right now, but you know what? This guy gives us a fighting chance. He said no to globalism. He said no to the new world order. And he actually puts his money where his mouth is. This is mm-hmm. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Donald Trump is the hero that we don't deserve, but we need. Love it's it. insane. I, I- I think you're exactly right. I mean, and what you said, Louis, just a second ago, that is exactly what this represents. He is the fighting chance of this country. We didn't have any knowing that this was going to happen. Nobody knew that we were going to get this second chance. But here we are. We're, what, almost four years into the best presidency in anybody's living lifetime. I mean, he has supplanted Reagan as the great American president. And now we have this reprieve. It's going to be up to us to make sure they don't politically, physically, whatever way they want to try, take him out before 2020, and then to make sure he has a brilliant successor come 2024. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Huey, I want to thank you for being with us this evening. And most definitely, we need to hook up before we go to New York. We're going to try to go to New York with myself and Tom, and hopefully we can be there with you. I'm going to try to make a plan for it right now. So New York City with the Proud Boys, to show and expose what these leftists are are trying to do. So I want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. I want to thank you for sharing the band.video link. I want to thank you for engaging. And most of all, I would love to thank you for supporting our sponsor, InfoWarsStore.com. Because of your support, it makes it possible for us to be here. Without you, we can't exist. FirepowerNews.com. We will see you tomorrow night, God willing. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. Good night.